Hello and welcome to the Clipper Strong podcast where encouragement comes from our fellow seniors and teachers from Grafton High School who have a desire to make an impact. And today with one of my teachers here from last year sitting right next to me today who desires to make an impact with me and that teacher is Miss Worsig. Hi, Ken. Hey, So you've been a Spanish teacher and a leadership teacher for how long in Grafton High School? In Grafton High School, this is my 10th year working at Grafton. It would have been five years with leadership, though. Nice, yep. nice. I worked in Florida before working here, and I also did a couple years in Pocosin. Very cool. Yeah. Well, let's just get on to the, the nitty-gritty questions. All right. So what jobs did you have before becoming a Spanish and leadership teacher? So I had a couple random jobs when I was a teenager and then early in my 20s. So I babysat like a lot of kids do. I also worked at a daycare center. I also worked in a souvenir shop at the beach. I grew up in Virginia Beach, so I worked in a souvenir shop there. That was fun. I was a waitress at Pizza Hut. And they used to have these deals back then where they had personal pan pizzas that they brought in a cast iron plate dish and you had um, the deal was I had to get it there I think within a 10 minute period or something or it was for free it was either 10 minutes or 15 minutes but it was a lot of stress oh my god it was the daily lunch special and I had to um, work really fast to make sure that I delivered those pieces on time or it was free I also had a really kind of random job as a mystery shopper for Burger King so uh, a man that I knew through church he owned several Burger Kings, so he would pay me to go, and I would time how long it took me in the drive-thru. I would rate how hot the food was, if it was prepared correctly, and I would just kind of give a report, a grade card, on my experience, if I was treated kindly, and that kind of thing. So that was, that was different, but it was fun. And then lastly, my last job was in college, and I worked at the copy shop there and I would make copies for students who need copies and I would also mail their packages home and their letters and that kind of thing. So it was kind of like a post office slash copy shop. That is so cool. Going back to Pizza Hut, you said 10 minutes or less? So I don't know, I can't remember if it was a 15 minute deal, but as soon as I took their order, I had to put a timer on the table and start the timer and then go and make sure that they had a freshly cooked pizza by the time before it ran out of time. So, Oh my gosh, that sounds like a game that I would play with my sister or something like that. Yeah, when it we were was younger. kind of stressful to do that for lunch. It was just for lunch and it was the personal pan pizza deal. So. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Sure. That was super awesome. Mm-hmm. Any fun or exciting stories while you were? while you were teaching both Spanish and leadership subjects? So something exciting to me personally is that I had the opportunity to teach both of my children, which is kind of rare and unusual. So I taught my daughter in the leadership class, and that was unusual because she was a senior. I knew a lot of the kids in the class that were her friends, so she would actually call me mom during that class. But my son, I taught him as a freshman in Spanish three, and so that was a lot more formal. That was a lot more about he called me Senor Swarzix. He didn't acknowledge that I was his mom. I don't, even though we have the last name Swarzix, both of us, that was a very random, weird last name. Everyone knew he was my son, but he did not acknowledge that he was my son. 
But he would get irritated with me because he would come home at night and he'd say, did we have any homework? And I'd say, check Aspen, just like every other kid has to. I'm not going to tell you. Or he'd say, how do you say whatever? And I'd say, look it up like every other kid has to look it up. (laughs) So that was exciting to be able to have the opportunity to teach them in my own class. And it was pros and cons, but overall it was a great experience. I also have had some excitement with taking students abroad. So I've taken students to Spain quite a few times and I've taken students to Costa Rica. So I was able to zip line with students and above the canopy of the trees. And I was able to do a bike tour in Barcelona with students and visit museums and do all kinds of neat things. We went to the soccer stadium in Madrid. We went to the soccer stadium in Barcelona. So a lot of exciting things kind of outside of the classroom that could translate from what we learned in the classroom, bringing it outside to the real world, which was exciting. And uh, as you know, through the leadership class, we did a lot of exciting things. Yes. Pep rallies and community service projects and different tournaments that we put on to support different causes. So it's a lot of stress, but it's a lot of good stress and exciting stress. So those were exciting things that I did. I'm trying to think of if there's anything else. It's just never a dull moment. Teaching is always exciting because it's always different and you never know what you're going to get. And like I said, those projects that we did through the leadership class are really exciting to feel like you're doing good for others. And I try to teach the students that doing good feels good. So. I have to say, being in a leadership class last year with all those people and making so many friends just by doing stuff together and and figuring things out that I thought I'd I'd never I'd never thought I would ever be a scorekeeper at a basketball game <laughs> and then run around like a chicken with my head cut off trying to figure out like if everybody's doing their job. That one was so much fun. The but didn't it feel game. good to raise all that money for the animal shelters? And then go to the animal shelters and personally and deliver that. Oh my gosh. Seeing ladies cry because <laughs> we, we did something so... You did that, yes. We did something so small, but it meant so much and it made such a big impact. So it's it's just so inspiring that we were able to, to do that. We've been able to support a lot of... Uh, families through Grafton as well. There have been several students that had cancer that we were able to support. There was the family that we supported last year in your class that lost, it wasn't a Grafton family, but it was a Magruder family that lost everything in a fire. So we were able to put a carnival on for them and raise money for them. And so again, it just, I love to see how students can go from start to finish with an idea and then make it go all the way through to implementation. Right. That's super awesome. So let's think back a little bit. Okay. To when you're a young high schooler. Okay. What did you do to get involved? Like we were just talking about getting students involved, doing things like going to, to Spain and uh, treating people to a basketball game. What challenges did you face as a young high schooler, like getting involved? Like give me experiences and then the challenges that you faced experiencing those things. So one challenge for me was that I was very involved in gymnastics, but that was outside of school. So it took up a lot of my time. I was at practice four times a week for four hours a night or whatever it was. I can't remember exactly, but it was also in Chesapeake and I was living in Virginia Beach. So it was a long commute. So it took up a lot of my after school hours. And I, I did that and I focused on that until I was I achieved my goal through gymnastics and so I quit but the nice thing was is it also gave me the opportunity my senior year to be on the team 
there was a gymnastics team at the high school, so I was able to be on the team there and get involved that way. Right. The biggest way that I was involved in high school was I was a cheerleader. So I was able to participate all three years. It's only three years for us because when I was growing up, it was kindergarten through sixth grade was elementary. Seven, eighth, and ninth was junior high. And then 10, 11, 12 was high school. So in high school, I was a cheerleader. And obviously, I'm very involved with everything when I'm cheerleading. You know, you go to all the sports, you go to all the events. I think we had a back to school what was it, a fashion show where we had to, the cheerleaders and some other people that were asked to participate had to wear what was appropriate to wear to school and we had to be in a fashion show that way. So I was very involved with the school spirit. I got most school spirited when I was a senior as the superlative. Yes. I was the captain. Oh my gosh. So I was definitely involved in that way. And then I also wanted to make a difference. So I created the recycling club. That wasn't a thing. Recycling wasn't really a back, big thing back then. I graduated in 1991, so obviously people had heard of recycling and it was a thing, but it wasn't nearly as big as a thing as it is now. So I asked if we could start this club, and I think it was my senior year that I became involved. I became involved in that, and I got my mom so into it that she continued to recycle all the way through uh, until she passed away. And so she would recycle everything. She would rip the, if it was a can of soup, she would take the, the label off, she would wash it out, she'd put it in the recycling, whereas she was much more dedicated than I am. I just kind of <laughs> throw those things away. But anyway, that is one way that I tried to become in, involved in the school. That's awesome. And the way that you implemented everything that you learned in high school, from, from cheerleading to the recycling club, you implemented that into the classroom. You think? And we could really, really <laughs> tell. Like, especially your cheerleading attitude, your can-do attitude, especially in the morning where everybody's just like, I don't want to do anything, don't talk to me. You included everybody. And that definitely is, it's morale boosting. Well, thank you. So I really appreciate that. <laughs> especially as a junior where there, I was surrounded by seniors and most of them just were out of it. They're like, senior year, I'm just gonna chill. But it's grind time. Like, this year, senior year, I have been running. Yeah. It's been a marathon. I don't wanna walk anymore. Right. I don't wanna take my time. I wanna run and see where it gets me. Good. So it's super cool. Keep sprinting. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna do my best. Little spurts of energy every once in a while. <laughs> How's your running going? Are you still running? I'm not running for the school anymore. Okay. I did a great job last year during junior year. I stopped this year due to business and all that kind of stuff. My dad created this business and then he's kind of giving it to me. Mm. And he asked me beginning of this year, is it okay if you work with me part-time and part-time meant after school right so you I made that choice yeah, yeah. I, I really just weighed my options and I'm like I want to be I want to be successful and this is one of the ways that I can be successful I'm still running yeah because I love to run well you had some goals and I we talk a, a lot about goals and leadership and yes. one of your goals was a certain time for your mile but another one of your goals was to do this and so I'm so proud of you to see that you're doing this because that was one the thing that was very important to you so yep. that's something that I push in leadership is setting a goal and trying to attain it and so it's so yes. beautiful to see you attain it yeah and I loved how every 
morning, without fail, you would ask us, what's new? It really got people thinking. Mm -hmm. And even afterwards, the kids that didn't say anything started talking and they're like, huh, what did I do today? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or like, what did I do last week? Or what did I do over the weekend? It really got them thinking. And it's good to have those things and then remind yourself that you have goals every once every once in a while and say I do I try to check I in achieve yeah. those goals <laughs> I would try to check in and say okay where where do we stand how are you finding uh, success in that goal yeah yeah perfect <laughs> next question yes what motivates you the most to wake up every morning and teach I think what motivates me the most is impacting teenagers in a positive way. So I try to show them manners. I try to show them kindness. I try to show them positivity and motive. I try to be motivating, similar to what you were just saying a few minutes ago. Those are things that are important to me. I definitely want to push myself to be my best, but I also want to push students to be their best as well. Or try as hard as you can. Yeah. Whatever your best (laughs) is. The other thing about teaching is it's never the same. So every day is different. I don't sit behind a desk. I'm up moving around all the time. Yep. I also, even if I have the same lesson, class by class, it's not the same. So even if I have the same exact lesson, when I do it with the next class, it's not identical to the first class. So That's good. it's never boring. It's always something I'm able to see people's personalities and show my personality and kind of connect that way, which I think is a nice thing. And I just feel like I always have to be on but that's good for me. That's a, it's a good, it's good to be that way. Yeah, that's good. And being able to wake up with that mentality going, I get to go and teach kids, students, but I also get to inspire them, to motivate them. That's amazing. I do try in the leadership class, especially to teach people to be the best human they can be and try to embrace other people and learn new things. And so you know, sometimes I win, sometimes I lose with that, but that's my goal is to try to teach kids to be the best them, them that they can be and then also be a good human to others. That's good. Yeah. Well, last question. Okay. You ready? I don't know. Let's go. Okay. okay. <laughs> what is the best, most life-changing advice that you've been given that has impacted you as a teacher at Grafton? I can give you a couple examples. I don't know if it's the best one, but one thing is that you shouldn't sweat the small stuff. And so I'm really not that good at that one. I do sweat the small stuff more than I should. I do get kind of worked up or hurt or take it too to heart when, you know, I get an angry parent email or a kid's having a bad day and they take it out on me. I really need to let that roll off my back and not sweat the small stuff, but... I need to work on that one. I I definitely need to work on that one. Some kids can be mean, (laughs) but it's good to have people around you to encourage you nonetheless. I also uh, think it's very important to over-prepare and to make sure that you have something for the students from bell to bell and so that you know exactly what your plan is, you are organized, prepared, and you have a goal in mind. So I think that those two things are really uh, important. And I also think it's important to just have fun and laugh and, again, show your personality, show the students that they can show their own personalities, feel comfortable in the space that when they come into my classroom, I want them to feel like it's a safe place that they can be who they are and that nobody's going to laugh at them or judge them. And if they do, I try to immediately nip that in the bud and say, oh, we're not, we're not going to do that. That's not, that's not 
the time nor the place, nor is that the right thing to do as a human, like I said, trying to teach people to be kind. That's good. Yeah, and I'm trying to see if there's anything else. I guess one thing I do is at the end of the semester, the first semester, I typically do a student survey. And so one of the questions, I try to take that feedback, I try to learn from it and grow from it, That's and good. I really take it to heart. One of the questions that I include in there is something like, do you think Ms. Swarzyk likes her job? And that's really kind of a revealing question. Ooh. So students typically say, yes. I, and it says, and how do you know or why do you say that? And it says, you know, she's, she smiles a lot. She seems happy, you know, those kinds of things. And so that makes me feel like, okay, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. They feel like this is a good place for them and that it's a comfortable place and that it's a happy place. That's good. And I've learned throughout my life, and especially in the leadership class as well, that smiling makes a huge impact in people's lives. Positivity makes a huge impact in people's lives. I remember, I think it was the end of last year, you asked us as students to tape pieces of paper on our backs, mm -hmm. and then we all wrote a message to each other. We didn't know what each person wrote, which I thought was Clever. <laughs> that was so clever. I still have it Do hung you? up in my room. Oh, yeah. I love looking at it. It's right next to my bed, so I get to look at it and I'm like, I think I know a few of these people's handwriting, so I'm going <laughs> to check to see if that's, oh, yep, that's so and so. <laughs> but, but they said beautiful things about you, I'm sure. It's so good to do that because it's like, what, what do they think about me, right? As a person. Do, do, am I showing to them what I want them to show to me. Mm -hmm. And that made a big impact in my life. And now I can't stop smiling. Now I can't stop when somebody asks me, why are you always so positive? I'm like, because I love to be. Because I get to make other people smile. You have no idea how big of an impact that makes on somebody's life when you just smile. Right, and you know you've heard me say, Positivity breeds positivity. Posti yes. yes. It's definitely something that I believe, and I truly believe negativity breeds more negativity, yes. too. So it's kind of infectious. It's, it's you know, it's like a, an illness that spreads right. negativity if, if you're that way, if that's the direction you choose to go. So I'm not always positive. I, I, I don't always practice what I'm preaching here, but I do feel like it's something that's important, and I think that it rubs off on other people around you. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that we were both able to, to just talk about you a little bit, to, to get to know you a little bit. And I'm so glad that we're both here and I'm so glad that you're able to come and spread a little bit of positivity with me today. And um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you. <laughs>